What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In-Situ Collective podcast. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rackers. And on today's show, we're going to tell you how to start your health and fitness journey the right way. If you didn't tune into last week's show, we went over a lot of mistakes that people make in starting their health and fitness journey or even during- Mostly that we made. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like there are a lot of mistakes that everybody makes as well. So make sure you go back and have a listen to this one. This show is all about how to do it the right way, okay? So we're gonna give you our best tips, tricks, knowledge. Knowledge. The best way to start your health and fitness journey. Even if you are, you know, you know, experience in the gym, eating right and all that sort of stuff, and you've hit a little bit of a plateau, I feel like this show could be a good... Stepping stone to get more results, get more progress again. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, where did you want to start? I feel like the most important, or maybe the most neglected area, would be people forget about, or they just don't increase their need when mm. they start exercising. Um, so obviously when you start exercising anyway, you're going to be moving, but to get results faster or yeah, probably to get results faster, especially as aesthetic results, um, increasing your neat can make a massive difference. And when I say neat, I mean non-exercise thermogenesis, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Yeah. So all of the fluffy things, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it in the past, but all of the fluffy things that you do that aren't structured exercise. So structured exercise is what, like 5% of your day, like that hour that you work out is a very small percent of your day. So then all of the other things throughout the day, like walk, taking the stairs, cleaning the house, doing the washing, they all add up as like the non-activity exercise or movement that you do. Yeah, and I feel like it's a really good place for everybody to start because it has a pretty big impact on your health and wellness as well. Because you are starting to move a lot more during the day. Just in general. So obviously if you're moving more, you're burning more calories, which is what is going to help you lose weight or fat or whatever your goal is. Yeah. Just be a little bit healthier in general. Yeah, and it is hard these days because I feel like we just spoke about this a few weeks ago, but technology is taking over our lives. So you don't have to wash the dishes anymore. You don't even have to sweep or clean the floors. You don't have to do your washing, literally. You can put your washing in a washer dryer and it just comes out and it's fresh, ready to go. Like, so technology is taking a lot of the movement and activity out of our life. Yeah. And it is good, but it is also bad at the same time. So um, just sort of pay attention to things that you are doing that you maybe you didn't used to do. So again, washing the dishes. It's, a, it's just standing there and you might feel like it's a waste of time, but just standing there washing the dishes, it takes about 10, 15 minutes at the most. And you can listen to a podcast, have a chat with somebody, but you're on your feet actually doing something, you know, some activity instead of just, you know, taking two seconds to stack the dishwasher and then sitting back down. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, especially in this time period that we are in, I feel like, 80% of jobs are desk jobs now, whereas 10 years ago, a lot of jobs were still like manual labor to mm. some degree. Um, so we're spending a lot of time sitting down all day at work and then you go home and you sit down on the couch and watch Netflix or whatever. Um, so even at work, if you can do little things to try and increase your need in that eight hour, cause like eight hours is a long time to be sitting down if you have an office job. 
So simple things like getting up and going to get water more often, like taking the stairs if you can, going for a quick like five minute walk even on your lunch break. Um, if you can get a stand up desk, I wish that we could get a stand up desk because it would just make our lives so much better. <laughs> it's so hard. I don't know how people sit down for eight hours all day every day because it is so hard. Um, so just think about the simple things you already do and how you can encourage yourself to move more so like maybe don't have your snacks at your desk put them in the office kitchen or in your car so you have to walk to go and get them yeah you know just make things a little bit harder but it's not actually harder it's just increasing your movement (laughs) yeah and that's the thing like i feel like neat is just very overlooked because people see it as all the other fluffy stuff like you said outside of exercise but these days you've almost got to structure it into your day-to-day life. Yeah, or else you just won't do it. It's yeah. so easy to just not do it. Yeah, so like you said, stand-up desk, structure that, like having a structure for a stand-up, sit-down stand-up desk, like an alarm that goes off every half an hour. So you yeah. sit down for half an hour, stand up for half an hour. At least you're moving, moving around. Again, like I said, maybe just doing washing and stuff by hand, wash your car by hand. Even If it's not every single time, try and do it a little bit more regularly than what you are. Yeah. Just try and structure that in there. Um, another good way, again, this is sort of borderline workouts and neat, but every time you go to open the fridge or something that you do regularly or, you know, have a glass of water, something like that, is to do some push-ups or sit-ups mm. or squats, whatever you have access to, whether you're at work or at home. Just, you know, five squats before you have a glass of water. It just increases that daily activity. Yeah. I know it's not neat, but it's sort of, you've got to kind of structure some more activity in during Especially the day. Especially like with the jobs, like we just talked about. I feel like, why? Everyone's probably wondering why neat. Mm. So let's go over why neat is important. So I f- because we sit down so much, we burn far less energy. And if you are working out like an hour a day, say it's five days a week, I don't know. I feel like when people hit a plateau or they aren't seeing results when they've begun, it's because they're only doing that one hour. And then the thing that they think they need to do next to help them get better results is add in another hour of exercise or a super intense workout or going for a run. And they, I feel like a lot of people think adding more exercise is the missing piece to the puzzle when more likely you've got 95% of your day to add all of these little neat things in which are going to help you burn a lot more calories than an extra 45 minutes of exercise will help you burn. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um, So, yeah. Neat. I feel like the next most important thing that people neglect is sleep. Mm. We talk about sleep so much. And it is only because (laughs) it is so important. Yeah. So I really wanted to have sleep in here because in this podcast. In here. <laughs> That's a good Aussie <laughs> slang. Um, because it brings, it. I've talked about this study before and this study was done on, it was a decent sized group, but there was two different groups. So one group, all they did was, everything was exactly the same above the board. So everybody did the same amount of activities, all, all the food, everything was the same, but they were split into two groups. The one group that had two extra hours less each night of sleep, in 10 days, they were actually pre-diabetic. Yeah, it's crazy. And it was just two hours over 10 days and that much changed in their bodies. So 
obviously just getting more sleep can increase your health, but also studies have shown just increasing your sleep or getting the right amount of sleep um, will help you lose body fat and you know be healthier, help your body um, you know, recover from workouts, do what it needs to so that you lose body fat. And get better results. Yeah. And I think it's also important to remember how much sleep affects your judgment and your ability to make good decisions. So I feel like that gets neglected a lot. If yes. you aren't sleeping enough, then when it comes to your diet, which we'll get into, um, you it is a lot more likely that you make bad decisions because you're tired, you're probably grumpy, you probably just want like, I don't know, that sugar hit or that carb hit or that extra coffee. So being sleep deprived can really affect how easy it is for you to make healthier choices. How, mm. That's wrong. How much harder it is for you to make healthy choices. Yeah. Um, so like you're far more inclined to say yes to the takeaway or not want to cook because you're so tired. Mm. Um, so I feel like not just for the health benefits, but also for the mental benefits, sleep is a massive like, game changer. And like obviously getting enough sleep makes you feel good and it gives you energy. So if you're feeling like that, then you're you're going to want to continue to feel like that. So you're going to want to eat healthy food. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, and it, it's just funny that everybody, when you have a big night out drinking, all that sort of stuff, everybody thinks it's the alcohol that makes you make those bad choices the next day, like all the hamburgers and the greasy stuff yeah. like that. But it's actually the lack of sleep. Yeah that, like you said, that makes you make the bad choices. It's not the alcohol, it's the sleep. Um, so yeah, it's like, amazing how much sleep will actually change your choices that you make during the day. Absolutely. So I feel like nutrition obviously comes, yes, sure. comes next. We can't not talk about it. Uh, and I feel like a lot of you probably think that we're just gonna talk about counting calories, mm. <laughs> which we are. Like it's a, it's a super easy, easy for some people. It is, Easy to start. It's an easy place to start. Um, but simply, if you are if you have started working out and you have started moving more and you think your sleep is pretty good and you still aren't seeing the results or you have hit a plateau, then it, it is likely that you need to consider counting your calories. And I know that there's a lot of hate around calorie counting, but it's not as bad as you think it is. And you don't have to do it forever. You just have to learn a little bit about what you're consuming and get a bit of an idea of the value of food. Simply. Like Every single one of our clients that has never counted calories before, who started counting calories, most of them reluctantly yeah. didn't want to do it. But then as soon as they do, they're like, holy shit, like, this is actually pretty good because they understand and, you know, how many calories are going into their body, the cal like how much energy is in food and it's given them energy, all that sort of stuff. So it's actually quite good, funny to see people's mind change on it once they actually do it. And yeah. like you said, it's only for a couple of days. Exactly. And if you actually pay attention to it and you want to learn from it, you will learn from it. Mm. And you won't have to count your calories again, unless you have like specific athletic goals maybe. Yeah. But so if you aren't wanting to count your calories or if you have counted your calories and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, what could my next step be? I feel like I would suggest swapping your any processed food or fast food that you have for whole foods yeah which if you have counted your calories you probably will have learnt that whole foods have a far better value like you can eat a lot more whole foods for the amount of calories versus processed food so say what's an example 
like a piece of toast, not that bread's bad, I'm not saying any food's bad, <laughs> just a piece of toast, for example, is 100 calories where, I don't know, you'd have to eat like 45 strawberries to get 100 calories. Yeah. And you would be a lot more full and you wouldn't want, a lot, you wouldn't want to eat any more food after 45 strawberries, whereas a piece of bread sort of just touches the sides. Mm. So if you can learn that balance, it'll make such a big difference to A, your results, B, how like far you will go with your health and fitness journey and see whether or not you do hit a plateau. Yeah, and a quick little side note, eating whole foods and all that sort of stuff, your body actually has to work a lot harder to break it down. Yes, So it's true. a little trick for NEAT, like to increase your NEAT. All you need to do is eat whole Healthy foods food. <laughs> and you've increased your NEAT and you're probably decreasing the amount of calories you're eating as well. So that one there is just a great tip. Yeah, even if even just starting to swap things without counting your calories, yeah. you'll um, naturally lower the amount of calories you consume. Yeah. Um, I feel like water, does water come under nutrition? I guess, yeah. Yeah, water intake is quite like a big thing to focus on. Like it, it's again, it's something so simple that everybody just overlooks it. But if you're not drinking enough water, your body can't actually do what it needs to do yeah, during the day. Like any of the functions. <laughs> Literally, like if you're dehydrated just a little bit, your bodily fun functions decrease dramatically. Yeah. So I'm talking how you think. Again, making choices of good foods and all that sort of stuff. Uh, if you're dehydrated going into a workout, you're not going to be able to perform the best in the workout. So you're not going to get the results from that workout. Um, you can't recover properly from the workout. And recovery is where all the gains come from. Yeah. All your results come from the recovery. So if you're not hydrated, you can't do that. So water is very important as well. Um, very simple just to overlook it, um, but it, having enough water gives you great results as well. Yeah, and I think it's a good tool to use almost if weight loss is your goal to manipulate your appetite. So mm. if you, a lot of the time you think you're hungry and you're probably just really thirsty. Yeah. Um, and also having water in your body, obviously, and before you eat will help you fill up more and feel fuller for longer. It also helps digestion as well. So it just, I just can't emphasize. And all your hormones, like it helps with all yeah. of your hormone function. It helps with the transportation of nutrients. So obviously if your hormones are not balanced for lack of a better word, um, it's gonna really mess with like how hungry you feel and your brain does tend to play tricks on you and say, well, I'm dehydrated, maybe we should get food instead. Mm. Um, so just, yeah, some things to think about, I guess. And if oh. you drink enough, yeah. did you just go up? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you drink enough, you're gonna be going to the toilet a lot more. Oh, so true. it increases your need again. Yeah. Um, any other simple tips for nutrition you can think of? I feel like they're the basics. Yeah, so um, next would be programming. Yeah. Exercise. Yep. Now, obviously, as soon as somebody starts, they're like, all right, what exercises do I need to do? But I'd strongly recommend going back and focusing on the other steps that we just said before you start exercising um, because it's going to get you better results within the gym. Uh, so, and the big problem I see is people doing too much too soon. Uh, people will just go in five days a week, the first week, smash it, and then be too sore to train for the next three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly increase the activities you're doing. Once a week is fine to start with. If you're just new to 
health, fitness, gyms, exercising, all that sort of stuff, working out once a week is going to be more than enough. Um, so I'd start with that and then slowly increase. Yeah. Well, I feel like when you think about it, once a week is still 5%, better, 10% better than what you were doing. Mm. And I feel like a lot of the time in the past when I have seen people start with five days a week, they lose motivation very quickly because they think that that's what they have to do forever. Mm. And they're like, oh, well, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life if this is what healthy is. It takes so much time and effort. <laughs> yeah. You can't do anything because all your spare time is spent at the gym. Yeah. So you're going to end up hating it. Um, but what I did want to sort of touch on as well is programming. Yeah. Um, so when you're first starting out, you really want to focus on resistance training. Uh, that means, you know, building good quality muscles, bring in all your ligaments, your joints, all that sort of stuff up so you don't get injured or stop anything stops you from training. So again, a lot of the time you see people come in, go hard and fast, smash it out for the first week or two, and then you know injuries or niggles and that sort of stuff, and they don't train for the next month or two because their shoulder's too sore. Yeah, That's not what you want. You want to consistently train throughout the whole time you're you know living because you want to be doing it for the rest of your life. So Focus on the resistance training first. It just builds good, strong joints, like I said, and then you can go out and do all the fun stuff that you see other people doing, whether it's running, CrossFit, jumping, yeah, cycling, swimming. And I feel like there is a big misconception about resistance training and weight loss. Like I, I yeah, tend, true. I feel like a lot of people tend to think that weight training isn't how they're going to lose weight, so they don't usually start there because a lot of the time when people start the health and fitness journey their aim is to lose weight or to lose fat mm. i'm sure in the past though we have spoken about how resistance training is actually vital to losing weight or fat yeah um but and because you're building muscle you probably it's probably the, the place you're going to see the most change in regardless mm. like with any like body change yep uh, so yeah, don't think that it's not going to help you lose weight because it will. Yeah. So think of it like a pyramid, I guess you could say the, the base layer, the most important, the foundations of the pyramid is resistance training Yeah. and you just build from there within exercise realm. Yeah. Um, but start with resistance training because you're going to be, you're going to have, like I said, stronger joints, you're going to be healthy, you're going to move better as long as you're doing it right and you have a good trainer tell like, and a good program. And a good program, but that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Um, but as long as you're doing the resistance training right, you're going to be so much healthier, you're going to feel so much better, and you're going to be able to, you know, accomplish anything that life throws at you, um, you know, physically wise. Yeah, makes it a lot more satisfying to continue your health and fitness journey. It does. So the last point I think that we should talk about is consistency. Mm. And I guess we did just cover it a little bit in the training side of it. So obviously people think that consistency is exercising seven, five days a week, but if you can consistently exercise one day a week for 12 months, that is far better than exercising five days a week for two months and quitting. Yep. Um, so I think my best advice for being consistent would be to start as small as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, so pick things that seem completely too easy for you to do. Like, so I'm going to 
decide I'm going to work out one day a week. That's it for a month, just one day a week. And then something like an example for your nutrition could be I'm going to only get takeaway one day a week. Yep. Um, so you don't have to drastically change everything. You don't have to wake up one morning and decide, okay, I'm going to be a fit and healthy person. I'm going to change Food everything prep, in my life. Exercise. Yeah. Today, because that is, you're setting yourself up for failure yep. immediately. Um, so the smaller the change you can make, the better. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like even just adding in one or two pieces of fruit. Yeah. Had having enough water. Yeah. Get a two-liter water bottle and start drinking two liters. Taking the stairs instead of the escalator. Simple things, <laughs> and I'm sure I've said this before, and you've probably heard this before, but a the best program in the world is. What am I? Damn <laughs> I it! I so, had it there. It's gone. Um, it's just about being consistent with your programming. Okay. So the best program in the world is useless unless you're consistent. Yeah. So even if you've got the worst program in the world, but you're consistent with it, it's going to be better than the best program in the world. Yeah. That's and if you, at. yeah, if you can, I think another big thing that I've noticed with clients is if they have somebody to start making little changes with, so mm. a friend or a partner, um, a coach like us, yeah. someone that can be there that they can talk to about their problems, what, like when you hit walls or when you don't want to do it, something, someone that you can talk things through with. Um, because obviously, like we've spoken about in the past, motivation isn't there all the time. So that can really determine how consistent you can be. Mm. So if you have that person that's also trying to slightly change their lives, it can make things a lot easier. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's all I've got. If you have done something and you feel like we've missed it that has made a massive change for your health and fitness journey, let us know in the comments or shoot us a message. You can find us you know, where you're watching this or, or listening. Or on Instagram, you can find me at Jack L. Graham and... At Mac underscore Institute. Where we can continue the conversation with you. Uh, if you do want more advice or you're, you know, you're trying all these things and it's just not working and you don't know why, head over to our website where you can have a consultation discovery call or just a call with us and we can chat about your journey in more depth and go in a little bit more details because as always, everybody's journey is very different and not always... Easy. Easy. <laughs> Not straightforward. All right. Awesome. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll talk to you all in the next episode. Bye.